Welcome, nerds and geeks, to another episode of Goblins and Guidance. We are the goblins here to give you all guidance. I'm Calvin, and joining me are... David. And Andrew. We set out to answer D&D's Reddit's most pressing questions. Uh, okay, okay, David, What what is a goblin's blood made of? Okay, a goblin's blood. This is the most important question. It's made of hemoglobin. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I know we, we tried so doing bad. this intro before, <laughs> but we all forgot what we were supposed to say. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're doing it now, so. I feel so bad for the people who waited a week for that. Uh, hey, uh, if you're listening from Brussels, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that creepy? Am I, like, doxing someone? Yes. Yes. Oh, tart. We don't get your actual address, don't worry. Yeah, Todd. Don't worry about it. No, Todd isn't even, like, a Belgian name. It has to be, like... <laughs> okay, not gonna be racist. Not gonna be racist. It's gonna be racist. It's gonna be... Okay, I'm looking up Belgian names. It's gonna be, like... <laughs> Andrew, what's new with you? Oh, uh... Hello, uh... Jacobs. Mertens. Janssens. Peters. But with two E's at the beginning. So it's spelled like P as in urine. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh my god. Okay. Hey. Uh, <laughs> which question do you want to start with? Do you want to do a random one of the questions? Uh, go, you go. Go for it, my guy. Yeah, we believe in you, Calvin. Oh, why would you say that? Yo, find us a question. Oh, okay. We're going to start with this one. Oh, this is the fun one. Oh, this one. Okay. This one uh, is written by Major Pickles. How to DM for 90 players? That's a big number. It's a big number. Uh, in my final year of sixth form, uh, so he's English, I guess. I th- he means high school. This is his final year of high school. He's British. British. <laughs> and some friends and I have got involved in starting up a D&D club. Is, that's great. We've been playing as a group for some years and are all quite experienced, but we kept hearing kids in the younger years ask teachers as to whether there was a D&D club. Anyway, we're helping to run it, and we're all... We all planned to DM so that between the four of us, we could run a club for 24 people or so. So about four groups of six, which is great numbers. That would be really, really good. Uh, Today was a club's fair, and we managed to get a stall. Five minutes in, we had to start recruiting DMs as well as players. At the half-hour mark, we were pulling in friends who mostly know how to DM. By the end, we had 90 students sign up. 90. And only nine DMs. This is awful. Some of them only, and some of them only agreed to help for a few weeks. So that's going to get worse as time goes on. So my questions to you, Reddit Goblins, is this: How the hell do we whittle down ninety players to about thirty? Bear in mind that the majority of players are between twelve and fourteen. Do we run a really hardcore game where dying results in the player leaving? Do we pull lots? I'm running out of ideas and could really use some help getting my head around this conundrum. Thank you in advance. Uh, and then for a little additional like PS note, he wrote it. Uh, it's they're playing Lost Minds of Fade Delver with regenerated characters for ease of play. Well, so how do we how do we whittle down ninety people? Clearly, you make a permadeath, right? And if right. you die in the game, you die in real life. Uh-huh. So. That's how you whittle oh, down players, right? They were doing Squid Is Game. That... We're doing D and D Squid Game. No, don't stop it with this. Squid Calvin, game. You haven't even watched Squid Game. I have I watched Squid Game. Enough oh. with the Squid Game. I watched. Oh, it yeah, I forgot. Out. I forgot that you really like Korea or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, enough. Enough with the Squid Games. Stop it. Okay, <laughs> fine. It's like the Hunger Games. That yeah. I realize. It's like <laughs> Minecraft survival games. Oh, okay, yeah. there we go. So, yeah, that's uh, so you yep. open up chests in Minecraft and you get your pre-generated characters. But <laughs> if you die, oh. then you get then you know in the school, like we just find like um we could put you in the vent. 
Oh, that's sus. Vent? 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 Venting? Uh, we're going to lose so many viewers now because of this. No, we're going to get viewers because Among <laughs> Us is a big trend right now. Are you guys yeah. going to get Among Us VR when it comes up? I don't have, I don't have a VR headset. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to get it? Clearly, we have cleared the way to whittle down 90 players to 30 is to set them all up in an arena and have them all duke it out. Okay, so Minecraft survival games. Minecraft survival games, but in real life, we give we give every student a gun with one bullet in it, and we just hey, have... this is Britain. Whoa. Okay, whoa, whoa. Britain doesn't oh, okay. got guns I in school. Maybe they don't have guns. You're thinking too local. <laughs> Ugh. swords. Yeah, swords would work. England okay. loves swords. Let's go with swords. Sword sounds good. Don't be boring. You could have the dude tournament with their D and D characters instead, and have you know dying oh. be removal from the club. No, I mean I feel like if he died, you'd probably not be able to go to the club anymore. <laughs> yeah, that sounds uh, that actually sounds valid though. You uh, but also you with any... Lost Minds of Fendover, if you're running a party of ten for that, like how high are you gonna have to? Right, you gotta, yeah, you gotta like double players. Don't run a campaign. Okay, this is an after school club, right? Let's say it goes for two hours. One fight, each person takes one minute. Okay, that means you get 12 turns for the entire day. Yep, (laughs) like, yeah, that that is, and yes, yeah, it would take me can't stick to all 90, even right right off the bat. Yes, combat with players would take forever, but if there is the same amount of goblins and like minions to kill, combat would also take much shorter just because the action economy. Yeah. Uh, but this because is horrible. The fan is meant for four to five players, so if each group is ten, that basically means you have double the manpower that you need mm-hmm. to beat it. Yeah. So I, I think that wouldn't that would like ruin the balance of the game, wouldn't it? And yep. also, like, some people would just be doing nothing because everyone yep. else would just kill them before they yep. do anything. Yes. Yeah, so don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, uh, so... just... I think it's... <laughs> I, think you, I think what you really gotta do is set up an availability thing, and whoever yeah. isn't available that much just can't do it at that point. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you just gotta start purging some members. You can run a lottery. Yeah. Um, And then someone can volunteer to be purged (laughs) instead of someone else. Yeah. You're really good with this. I wonder where that's coming from. You're really (laughs) good with this Hunger Game thing, aren't you? (laughs) No. Uh, But, okay, but, like, realistically, sometimes you just got to say we're full and turn people away. And you turn away the people that Either aren't as committed, or don't have the, t- or don't have as or much like, time for it. Yeah, or you 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 do it like first come first serve basis. So you just go down the list of like, okay, these twenty four people signed up first. We'll keep yeah. that, and everyone else can suck it. Even though you already like ran your whole recruiting thing, like you'll probably just need to let people know. Yeah. Alrighty. So, want to choose another question? I think it's nap time. I think our viewers are running low on sleep, so we should take a a minute to just. D and D players don't sleep. What are you on? Yeah, that's why that on, dude. Man. That's that's why they're in this podcast. Okay, we're <laughs> giving them good habits. Right, right. All right, everyone listening. I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing ASMR. ASMR. That was really okay. bad ASMR. This is really awful. bad ASMR. You need to stop. <clears throat> Oh, <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> hey, Andrew, it's it's two of your questions. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like this one. I like I do like this one. Hmm? Get your guys' thoughts on this because I was thinking of something similar as well. This what one do... was posted by Hank Mola Mola. 
what to do with players who choose suboptimal weapons. I'm a fairly new DM and player, but I just wanted to get an opinion on what people do to help their players who choose to use suboptimal weapons for the sake of character slash role-playing flavor. As the party levels up and gains more equipment, that player who may want to stick with a whip or boomerang for whatever reason may have a hard time keeping up with the damage output of other players, and in turn, feel like they may not be that useful, which can reduce the fun factor for them. I've only tried two things so far, both of which seem to be liked by players. One, let the player take a found magical weapon to a skilled smith who can break down that magical item and imbue their favorite weapon with its properties. It could also improve the damage die, but I kept this out at 1d8. Two, keep track of the number of kills with that weapon, and after a certain threshold is met, it would turn into a plus one, plus two, or plus three weapon. I kept tabs in secret, which wasn't too hard with tallies, and I would allow a kill count. And I would allow, and I would allow a kill to count as long as they did damage to that enemy instead of only counting killing blows. I'd love to hear what other people have done as DMs, or what people would like as a player to get some more ideas. This is a topic I am very fond of. The whole, like, uh, backstory weapon thing not translating to a good mechanical weapon, but still want to do it anyways. Yeah. Um, there is, so, I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, D Dungeon Master's Guild. I've heard of it. You've heard of it? Okay. It's a it's a great source for like homebrew that's usually well balanced and like tested. There's one book that I actually bought. Uh I haven't had the chance to actually like use it yet, but I was interested, but I really want to. Uh it's called It's Ancestral Weapons. I think I watched a Ginny D's video on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These these Um anyway. No, stop. Yeah, she she did do a video on it, uh, but like it's it's a type of weapon that is like your family's weapon, and it grows with you, which right. I thought was it, it's interesting and it's cool, and it has various upgrades that um you could have, like there's this whole like point system with it that are like you get certain points when you I think when you level up. And you can spend it on a bunch of different upgrades, like this one called Slayer. Uh, when you select this upgrade, choose an enemy type from Beast, Fey, Humanoids, Monstrosities, or a Dead. Your weapon attacks from this weapon deal 2d6 additional damage to all creatures of this type. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, there's some that like aren't like combat orientated. They help you like outside, like this one, Dark Vision. You have Dark Vision at a range of 60 feet. If you already have dark vision, it increases that range by sixty feet. So, and so it's a, it's a pretty good one. And like DMs can also use it. Uh, so instead of giving like their players free reign to how this weapon grows, they could make their own like ancestral weapon that a player finds out in the wild and has like pre-made stuff to it. So that's a. I think that's a pretty good way to anyone who wants to have a suboptimal weapon, like a like a whip and other stuff. For sure. Yeah, no, I, I I'm a fan of that concept. So. Yeah, I really I like the idea of like upgrading a weapon, like at a mm -hmm. smith. Yeah. Yeah. That also was really cool. Like that was a cool idea. Um, props to you though for keeping track of the number of kills of each player with I mean, a weapon. Oh, that's horrible. That's uh, and and not that's... only like final hit too. It's like anyone who does damage to someone who dies, like that is that is a lot so of tallies. Wow. So if you can if you can keep that up, I guess you can do that. But it sounds yeah, like a lot that, of work to me. Yeah, I, your ideas. Uh, I like your ideas a lot. Um, I think you're cool to stick with those because those are good ideas. But if you want to see your other options, there is the what was it again? Ancestral weapons thing. Yeah, it yeah, is so five dollars on uh, Guild Dungeon Masters Guild or free on eighty flip because uh, we pirate here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, I mean, we don't pirate here. That's a uh, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a joke. Any potential sponsors out there, we're definitely kidding. Yeah, and no, that's no, why you should sponsor us, because we're funny. Yeah. 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 I know I left. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay. David, you got one? Uh do I got one? Probably. Uh, I I I did try and find Okay. Alright. Funny thing happened. Okay, this is from Chaos Master two 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 eight. Funny thing happened in the session I DM for. An NPC was restrained and and they started their turn next to a downed player character and said they used their action to do a medicine check and stabilize the player character. Based off of how restrained is worded, I think it follows the rules but wanted to get a second opinion on it. To help the image, the NPC was restrained because he was being sacrificed, so his hands and legs are chained and shackled and had him sprawled out on the floor. That doesn't work. So like clearly, yeah. how he did his medicine check was, okay, uh, he he has healing spit, and oh, and he, he oh, yeah. it well, onto the wound onto the wound oh. of the NPC who was within five feet. Okay, five feet isn't that far. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's how he 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 did it. That's how yeah, he did okay. it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense actually. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree yeah. with that at all. Yeah, it's like when you uh, uh, yeah, lick a cut, yeah. right? And it heals right. way faster. Yeah, so he spat yeah, that's, on that's how uh, the portal wounds uh, work. You just spit on it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Crunk. Yep. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, no, 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 I can't. No, this does not work. <laughs> Come on, I can't. I can't pretend mean? that this. No, no, I cannot pretend that this shit works. <laughs> this sets a precedent for so much bullshit that players can do. I no, that NPC is restrained and shackled to the ground. He is not. He cannot do a medicine check to stabilize a PC. That PC is going to die, and I'm going to let it happen. Okay. Well, but let's think about it this way, right? You're, you have four appendages that are shackled, but you might have <laughs> one more that can uh, that can uh, <laughs> manipulate some things, right? <laughs> and that's how you put a bandage on the person who's lying yeah, within five yeah. feet of you. Yeah, what if the dude oh, had mage hand? Oh, does he, does wait, he have mage hand? Does mage hand require a somatic component? Like, does he have to... to yeah, he has to move his hands for that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, to, to I mean, you could, you could, you could do a a side with your hands without actually like moving. Okay, have to move the wrists. I could, I yeah, could yeah, allow yeah. that. I could, uh, I could allow somatic opponents with spells, but like, he clearly say they do a medicine check. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I would allow you to do a medicine check with mage hand. Hmm. Okay. Chaos Master, you're gonna have to do some real finagling to get your. You gotta, your, your you gotta voice. explain this better to us for me to ever allow shit like yeah. this. But you are the DM, so you can just do whatever you want. Oh my god! Okay, in the in the comments further, he said he even replies first. Uh, okay, so according industry two says as a DM, the rules don't stop you from using common sense. A character with all of their limbs restraints can't take actions. And then Chaos Master replies, for sure, and I knew in my gut it wasn't possible, but I went with it because it made me laugh. Based. Based DM. Oh my god. He's Based a DM. rule of... Based, Based DM. DM. He's a rule of cool DM. Yeah. Yeah, it's like letting your uh, characters get high with prestidigitization. Oh, man. I don't, I don't consider myself a rule of cool... I don't consider myself like a hard rules as written either. I think I do a good job of finding a balance. I think I think I'll let you finagle rules as written, however as much you want, like, if you can roll a, high enough. There, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't do it. I like I definitely put a limit to how much shit you can do. Like I'm not letting the bard. Um, Convince the king to give up his crown or shit like that. Yeah, no, I, I would let you do that, but like a, a nat 20 doesn't because it's a saving throw, right? Or like not a saving throw, like a skill check. So yeah. I would just make the DC like 34. <laughs> I mean, like I if you have the plus plus 14 charisma, I guess you could do it. No, I I don't think any amount of uh, just base charisma in words would ever convince a king to give up his crown. Unless he was like mentally ill, 
or you cast a mind control spell on him. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, like, I, so, uh, Judy D has an episode, uh, a video of like when not to ask for skill checks. Like, yeah, if it's a super one. basic task or if it's an impossible task. Mm. I would still do a persuasion, uh, persuasion roll, but not, but like, passing is not, okay, you get the kingdom. It's, okay, you're not going to be executed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, passing the shit would be, oh, you made everyone laugh instead of yeah. subject you to murder. Instead of or someone. at least imprisonment. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, really, it it's more the mechanics are there to ex to they're just there. But what's more important is what's happening in universe. Yes. Yeah. So like, and in universe, how the fuck is that medicine check happening? Right. Like, <laughs> clearly, he used both his appendage and his spit. And if all right, valid. if you're oh, if you're yeah. not willing to let a player die. Then I don't There's know. There's always fudging numbers. You gotta you gotta fudge numbers, or you just like change how that. Uh, in, in my opinion, I think you happen. shouldn't be scared to kill off characters. You shouldn't. That you too. really shouldn't. You should not be afraid to piss someone off. They do what they were gonna get to. Yeah, and also like um, like movies when like someone's gonna die and then they get saved. Like I, it makes me mad. Yeah, Deuce <laughs> Ex Machina shit. Not even Dude, it's like it's like like okay. Minor spoilers minor spoilers, okay. Four. Or uh, what? actually that's not a minor spoiler. Never mind. You know, I just won't say it. No, no, come on. Keep going. Okay, okay. No, fine. Just say it. Ma major spoilers skip ahead like two minutes, okay? Four. Okay. For what for, weather for we weathering with you, okay? Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they 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 okay. I'm gonna start the spoiler right now. Okay. They should have just stayed dead, like or stayed <laughs> disappeared. Cause like when they came back and then Tokyo got flooded, I got kind of mad. I was bro. like, "You, Makoto Shinkai, you, bro, what are you on, dude? He literally is making a movie now where the." <laughs> Did you guys see the next the news the trailer for his newest movie? You know uh, what the couple is. You know what the couple is. The couple is a girl and a chair. What? <laughs> what? Is the chair sentient? And then a dude who gets turned into a chair. I'm not even oh, kidding. What? That's <laughs> not even a chair. Man, oh That's god. Anime. I thought it was about like some bird. We no. got a anime is getting a little too weird, guys. We got they gotta work some shit out over in Wait, Deadpool. holy crap, she's literally holding a chair. What? Yeah, no, oh, it's god. a dude who gets turned into a chair. The fuck is this? It's <laughs> so funny. Wait, that'd be an awesome like D D campaign. <laughs> Oh, yeah. like one oh, okay, wait. The, a... I see. The guy was uh, had true polymorph cast on him, but they have to break the curse. This is yeah. a one shot. We're writing this one shot. Yeah, wait. It, the, name, the name is called like Sparrow Door Lock. But I don't <laughs> see no sparrow. <laughs> it's about a chair, it's called Sparrow Door Lock. Yeah. Shinkai, how do we do Star Cross Lovers again? Some dude. Make one of them a chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Okay. It's, it's oh, yeah. Spoiler spin over for like a minute, by the way. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I don't. Do you have to end spoiler alerts? I don't know. I don't know. I've never. The end of the spoiler. Before. We're moving on. This is the end of the spoiler. Wait, okay, but I want to talk about okay. the chair. Never mind. Talk about the chair campaign. I think, I think we can move on. Oh, wait. Oh. Like, like, we should actually write that though. Yeah, yeah like, well, okay, so, so okay, let's, just, right, guys. let's just come up with it right now. So, no. <laughs> one of the party members, right? The opening scene is like the bid, the BBEG, right? He like bursts into the bar because obviously you're at the tavern, right? <laughs> yep, always start at a tavern. And then he's like, I'll turn you guys all into chairs. And then, and then, and then only one guy gets hit because it's funny. I, and, and then they turn into a chair. And you have to turn okay. them back. I think we're, we're definitely going to have different uh, one-shots involving the same premise. Because my idea was a side quest where during the campaign, you guys find this woman crying, sitting on a chair. And you ask her, what's wrong? And she says, my husband's turned into this fucking chair. <laughs> Wait, you know what would be awesome? If someone got polymorphed? Into like a sword, 
and then you got to use another player character as a weapon. That does oh, sound fire. That's, that's just like, turning that that's turning a player into a, a hex blade uh patron. Yes, and they, <laughs> and no, and then like the exactly. sword. Control, it's like um Kane from League of Legends. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh I don't know if you guys watched Dimension Twenty um on Dropout. But like one of the latest seasons, one of the characters is playing a warlock patron and it looks really funny. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to do a campaign like that where we are, instead of adventurers, we're gods and stuff, watching our adventurers do shit. Oh. oh. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm, I would be a lot better at writing a low fantasy campaign than a high fantasy campaign. Yeah. So, like, I, the whole, like... Wolf it is kind of just easier to write because there's less you have to think about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also like like this history more. Mm, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Okay. What's the next question? <laughs> next question. Uh, this is by Jibligson. Mario is a monk. Uh, doesn't sound like a question. <laughs> Recently, I decided as a little bit of fun to try and create some video game characters as faithfully as I can in 5th edition. The obvious point of choice was Mario, and my immediate thought was, so he'll be a paladin and wait. Paladin, which I thought would be obvious fit, just didn't seem to work mechanically to me at all. Heavy armor, holy powers, smiting people with swords or hammers just didn't seem right at all, and so I got thinking. Mario is a sun soul monk. Everything fits perfectly, and nobody can convince me otherwise now. And here's my reasoning. Mario is a platformer, so he increased mobility makes slow fall and evasion all make sense. He doesn't wear armor, and sure, it generally isn't particularly tanky. When he does fight, it's jumping on people, punching and kicking, etc. His most iconic attack, attack of the fireball is how the sun soul attacks. I think they misspelled that, but whatever. He hasn't aged in years, and he doesn't seem to ever eat. He's a plumber, and while not in the rules set, plumbing tools would be artisan tools, which a monk skip for free. He has no issues communicating with all sorts of creatures and species, sim- similar to the tongue of sun mood feature. So yeah, Mario Jumpman Mario is a sunsel monk. That, that was his thing. I had a question based on this. What would other video game characters be? <laughs> Ah, uh, 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 well, what do you see, Kelvin? <laughs> Clearly. Stop it, right now. Someone has brought me, brought me into no, D&D. I have a sense of monk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelvin, <laughs> there's any other video game characters other than me, Mario. <laughs> Commander Shepard, as he pulls out his carnifex and shoots you in the face. <laughs> Uh, to missiles. Fuck to missiles. Okay, okay. So we got to run through the Nintendo roster, right? Sure. So we got Mario, who's a monk. Link. Link, Link would be. Link would be a fighter. Oh, no, fighter. I think Link's a paladin. I don't. Oh, because is... Triforce. No, Triforce. Yeah, Triforce. He's a paladin. He's a paladin, He's a paladin but, like, for sure. But does Triforce. he ever use the like the power of Triforce? He doesn't, right? He just has a magic sword. Or just the mm. master sword. Mm. So are you saying he's a Hexblade warlock? Oh. No, I would argue he doesn't use magic at all. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He has magic uh would he be ranger then? Because he has magic arrows. No, he doesn't. I mean, fight yes, he does. does. No, are you no, tripping? No, he, he doesn't enchant those magic arrows though. He has no innate magic power. It's like you got magic arrows out of a chest, right? You can use a fighter and use magic arrows. I guess. Right. Like when he uses the so, arrow, the arrow itself is magic. Not he's not putting his magic into the arrow. So then, so, is he an arcade archer fighter? No, because as an arcade archer, you're, you're turning regular arrows into magic yeah, arrows. Yeah, but D- David, there's no way for us to do perfectly towards him that he's not magic at all in D and D. Literally everything in D and D has magic. Not fighter. I do. No, uh, no it literally. literally. OG Zelda one and two. He literally uses magic. He has, a, most... he has a wand. He has and a like, wand. Okay. 
Okay. And okay. the the arcade archer doesn't give him any spell slots or anything. So this is like the closest way of just having special arrows. Okay. There's, there's I, always multi. There's always multi class. Wait. So f- I thought most fighter classes didn't have magic though. I mean, like there, like there like, is master, cavalier, magic. samurai. Sure, but like, let me see. What does samurai think? They heal themselves. Mm. Okay. Well, like these he, are all he, supernatural he, abilities. Like a lot of these are magic fueled, even if they don't have like spell slots or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I don't know. I definitely think Link is like a multi-classed paladin, arcane archer, probably. Mm. Mm. Yeah, if he was, if he okay, if we did <clears throat> say Link was magic, then I would have to say he's a because he does use magic. Like in Zelda one and two, he has a wand and shit, and he casts spells. He literally turns into a fairy as well. Okay, I'd say he's a paladin because his final smash in Super Smash Bros. of Toon Link is he seals people away with a sword, which is a divine smite. Mm-hmm. Now which. Valid. Which uh, oath is he? Oh God! Glory? The Triforce oath. Devotion. Devotion. Which is closest to courage? Devotion. I sure. Think. See, devotion binds paladin to the loftiest ideals of justice, virtue, and order. Uh, glory is they believe they and their companions are destined to achieve glory through deeds of heroism. I'd say I feel like probably. I could... mm. Devotion? Well, since he's like Zelda's bodyguard, wouldn't he be Oath of the Crown also? Yeah, that's a that good all, point. That's also valid. I feel like I think that maybe what uh what Jingling Jibling said thought uh Mario might be was Oath of the Crown Paladin before he was like, no, it's he's a monk. Yeah, Mario's not a paladin. Mario's yeah, I don't know where he got paladin from. Okay, Donkey Kong is a berserker. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's totally uh ooh, is he a berserker or a beast? What's a beast? Talking <laughs> would just be a beast, not an path actual of, class. Path of the Beast oh, Barbarian. Oh, oh, Barbarians walk oh. path of the beast rather rage from a bestial spark burning within their souls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, is, so Path of the Beast. Mm-hmm. Are we li- are we just literally just gonna run down the entire Smash Bros? Not yeah, the entire one. Roster. We'll just we'll do also, a couple more. Also, I've been playing no, Fireblum. Right. Oh, we should go down the entire ultimate roster. Oh, I think Dude, we should. that's going to be another like three hours. Okay, and so, I'm not Content. doing a three hour episode. Content. Okay. Anyways. Okay, I was I've been playing Fire Emblem, right? And sure. the combat is like really similar to D anD. Dude, yeah. that's literally what I was like. My the thing I was writing was like, oh, what if I throw some Fire Emblem element into D anD. No. Yeah. And no, and then I I got I kept getting screwed up by opportunity attacks because I keep expecting them, right? And then <laughs> I, they just run past my characters and just kill like my my yeah, yeah. my glass cannons, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> okay. That actually segue that, that actually segue something into one something I want to ask you guys a bit later, but we can keep going with the Smash Bros roster for okay. a sec. What let's, about... let's do one more. Okay, Smash Bros roster. Um, Let's go, Pac-Man. Uh, oh, oh, oh! That's a good one. It is good. Maybe he's an artificer. Mm, I can see he, that. He throws the fruits. He throws the fire hydrant. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's both like melee and not melee. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. His his main defining chief. I could see him. As, I could also see him as like maybe a druid that just always turns into some fucking into something that just eats a bunch of shit because his main yeah. feature is like he is him running around eating pellets. Mm-hmm. So I could also yeah I could I could also see him as like a druid that just only ever turns into something that eats other things or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or just a druid that turns into Pac-Man. <laughs> Would Shulk be an artificer? Shulk would. You know, I could argue no, that Pac-Man's a cleric. Pac-Man is a cleric. I mean, his whole thing is uh, uh, getting rid of ghosts. 
That is true. Oh. That's also true. Interesting. No, Shulk would definitely be uh, either Paladin or Fighter. I don't think he would be an Artificer. Okay, I was just thinking because he like changes his sword. Yeah, but he... His own... Yeah, but... Uh, 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 no. No. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No. 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 Okay. okay. Alright. Maybe I'll just make a Fire Emblem campaign. That's what mm-hmm. I was gonna do. Okay, I you should, should do actually, it. No. Actually, yeah. no, I was going Andrew, to. Andrew, Andrew, you do that. Yeah, the next campaign, the the campaign I wanted to write was yeah. literally a like a Fire Emblem Three Houses style D and D thing, and right. that's actually you should do that over the summer, and then we'll have like a triple campaign going. Oh God, <laughs> no, you could set it in our world, right, and just have it on like a continent on the other side of the world, and then we'll <laughs> just have like three things in the same world happening at the same time. It'll be awesome. Are we all getting summer jobs again? Uh, I'm gonna be very busy over the summer. Yeah, <laughs> if you want well, to there, see you three campaigns? <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, the thing I, I wanted to ask you guys, how did uh, David? You know, uh, the weapon rank system in Fire Emblem, right? What do you think that would work in D anD D? To explain for everyone else, uh, essentially the way in Fire Emblem works. Is uh when your character uses weapons, they start out at rank E, and then as they use them more, they go up to D, then C, then B, then A, and then finally S. And then when increasing the ranks, does it allows you to use more and uh somewhat better weapons. They have higher weight, which does a bunch of other things. I'm not going to explain, but essentially, as you use weapons more and more, you get you get the ability to use better weapons. The the thing that spurred this me to think about is I saw some random like YouTube video that was like killing Tiamat at level one, and I'm like, how the fuck do you do oh, that? God. And it and it was just throwing a bunch of magic items onto some dude, and I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of cheap though. It is so, like, cheap because like, and, like I guess that in a campaign you wouldn't be able to do that theoretically because the DM would determine what shit you get but at the same time the fact it's possible makes me be like what if we did something to restrict that other than just tell the dm don't give them broken items and that's where the weapon rank idea came into my head mm-hmm. so i don't know that... just thoughts mm. i don't know i, I mean... feel like it'd be really annoying to like get a weapon in a chest and be like Oh no, you're not good it. enough at swords to use this magic weapon. Yeah. Cuz like isn't that what like martial weapon proficiency is for? Right. Mm-hmm. Right, like if you're proficient with martial weapons, that should be like every martial weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's like uh so in 3rd edition they had these things. There was, you know, their basic simple and martial weapons, but they also had exotic weapons where you had to get like specific training and proficiency with a certain type of exotic weapon to be able to use it. I I think that, that I actually kind of like that, and I thought maybe you could do that. Um, yeah, like, that would be cool. Like they had like bastard swords and very like specific types of weapons. Like I think maybe a like a scythe or something was one of them. Um, where you needed special training in that, and I think that mm-hmm. um, is actually something they should have kept going. Maybe they'll do it at one D and D. I don't know. Oh god, I haven't uh, put much time. I am not going to worry about one D and D for now. Yeah, I've kind of just yeah. You know, when it comes out, I'll take a look at it. But I, I don't really care about the unearthed arcana. <laughs> Dude, Fire Emblem I mean, is only forty two bucks. Which yeah. one? Three houses. Okay, yeah. Three houses <laughs> is very good. Three houses are very good. I okay. recommend it if you I can. Will. We'll be getting it eventually. Let's go. Okay. So I think like what would be a lot cooler, in my opinion, is just like being able to level up your favorite weapon, which is what the person was talking about earlier. And That's like, yeah. I feel like cool. something that would really help me get myself immersed is like naming my weapon. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. be like, and then what if like your weapon got famous, right? And That'd it wasn't cool. like you, and it's like they know the weapon by name, and like anyone who carries it kind of has like status. That would like, be cool, like making your own Excalibur, sort of. Yeah. 
Also, yeah. I think that there's a renowned system in D&D that like we've never touched before, right? Probably. Is it it's like where you story? gain renown in your guild and then like you become famous yeah. and stuff. No, it's definitely I know, yeah, that is a oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that the would be whole... interesting to implement, but mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. soft and not like a hard number of renown. Yeah. Yeah. Is it renown or renown? Renown. 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 Okay. Alrighty. Um uh, what's next? That's a good question. Oh, uh, this funny one. This funny one. I thought this was funny. It made me giggle. What would you? Uh, this is posted by JWO2 underscore. There's nothing else after that. Uh, what would you call a group of D and D players? Does anyone have any fun ways to refer to a group of D and D players? For example, what would fill in this blank? Me and my friends are blank. We play D and D every Tuesday after work. Nerds. Nerds. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Dungeneers, adventurers. No. Uh, that, Dungeoneers. Oh. Dungeoneers. I'm gonna go up to someone and be like, "Yeah, I'm an adventurer. I'm an adventurer." Mm. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> "I think uh, DD like players is very specific to the party. Uh, I like." I like it when like a name comes up naturally for a group of people, uh, or like you figure out one in game. Like how when I ran Ghost of Salt Marsh with you guys, oh, you we, guys uh, renamed the the boat, the boat, the yeah, uh, I think like Seahawk, the Seahawk, or yeah. The sea. yeah. So I really like naming things. It helps me get really invested in the story. Mm-hmm. Like good. also having a house. You won't understand, like, how cool that is. Because, like, in Breath of the Wild, right? Like, sure, it could be just an open-world game. Having your own house and being able to decorate it is awesome. And, like, having that in mm-hmm. Ghost of Saltmarsh, where I could do whatever I want with the boat, is kind of awesome. Yeah. So but, you must but... really like Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, I got bored of Animal Crossing. I got burned <laughs> out. I've never played... I don't play a lot of Nintendo games, I realized. Yeah. Uh, I think like a great thing to get players invested is like letting them have something in game that they yeah. can customize. Like so sort of like keep or business is kind of interesting because that also um let has something for people to spend their money on. Cause there's like there's a certain point I think in the game where money <laughs> could kind of becomes pointless. Like when you have the best armor or the best weapon you could reasonably buy then like what the fuck are you gonna do with this ten thousand gold you got from killing a dragon uh build a fortress but if you had a fortress you gotta like fix up or improve then you you got something to spend that gold on yeah it also two years yeah i love it. <laughs> yep <laughs> that's also true no it's funny that you mentioned gold because i think my party that MDME is a little strapped for gold proud or something because of something i just did to them and it was really funny <laughs> what'd you do what did you do uh, okay, so uh, Lost Men of Andover. Remember yeah. uh, when you bring the cart of goods back, or not back, but to Fandolin? Yes. You deliver them to this guy uh, whose name is escaping me, but he runs, it's, it's Bartham, it's Bartham's Provisions. Okay. And like he was really thankful, you know, he like, he, like thanked them, like, good work, uh, thank you for saving Sodar too, here's some payment. The next day, one of my players barged in and tried and called him out saying, I know you're King Goblin. <laughs> what? I need to inspect your entire shop to make sure you're not doing anything bad here. And he's like, sir, what? And he just wouldn't let up. And I'm like, all right, bro, the, the Lord's Alliance is going to show up in like five minutes. <laughs> and he just didn't leave. He called the police uh, on and him. One of one of the party members showed up and, w- and also started harassing Bartham. And I'm like, "All right, you guys are about to get thrown in jail." And they're like, "No, they won't." And I'm like, "You're surrounded by ten royal knights of the Lord's Alliance, and you're being thrown in jail right now." <laughs> and then I didn't take the time to like look up or anything like what getting out of jail would cost. I was like, twenty gold each. And uh, they're like, you guys don't well, have that's, a purge law. That's and they didn't even and they didn't even have twenty gold 
each on them. Mm. <laughs> so one of the other party members, so other one of the other party members came in, had to give them some golden. So now they're, they're a little strapped for cash, but well, I think they're fine because they're still. It was a party of seven. Only three got involved in that thing. So like, I don't. You know, when we played the yeah. uh, Lost Minds of Fandelford, I don't remember needing to spend that much gold. No, we had like extra. Yeah, because so, like, you gonna, RTM did like you... just barf up golden XP at us. But like there was a the most I spent was like fifty on a, a horse. Well no, yeah, because in no, that's also that's the thing with DD, I feel like what are you gonna what are you doing with your gold? Because you there's no normal like out of all the normal mundane weapons, like you don't really need any of them outside of the one that you start with. And if you do, then yeah. you pilf, then you pick it up. Pick it off with someone else. The only thing that you that your gold is useful for is like buying a room at an inn, buying a horse, buying a yeah. health potion. You're not yeah, doing anything else with stuff. your gold. I think so. With just giving people like weapons that they pick off of people, I would give it to them, but it's damaged, so they need to actually mm-hmm. spend gold to get it fixed up. Yeah, that might, but also my like, players kept trying be... to pick up weapons off of their enemies, and I'm like, it's heavily used. You're not gonna get a lot of money off of it, but I mean, you can. Yeah, I think like what I would try and do to balance out the gold is like, like one, they don't make a lot of money, and two, like food actually costs money, and you have to buy it, and you have to stand yep. it in, mm-hmm. and like also. If you're holding onto too much gold, like in your wallet, then you're gonna get jumped. Cause people yeah, can hear those like, coins. Yeah, those coins are rattling. Yeah, there's and definitely then, there's definitely like got, real risk of muggers. Yeah. That's why my party got jumped by red brand bandits by like like three <laughs> times. Nice. You could also and now, like, they're in they're in the hideout now, so they're they're about to they're looking for glass stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a that's another thing uh, that I thought the weapon rank system that I was talking about earlier could like help with, because like because in Fire Emblem each weapon type has like what five different versions. There's bronze, iron, silver, steel, and diamond. Not in that order. Not diamond. It's a uh, fucking brave, which are all quote unquote common items, but they're progressively better on top of each other. And I did not see them in the right order. Um, and then you could buy those from normal shops in D. Like if we if we were to translate that into D and you would buy those from normal shops, and it give you something to do with your gold when it comes to weapons, other than oh, I hope I find a magic weapon. Because like imagine going an entire campaign with just a simple longsword. Like what if it was a iron longsword that later on you would invest into a steel longsword, or eventually maybe a silver one or a brave one. Yeah, and I think leveling up weapons but like they're the same weapons would be cool that yeah. too yeah the, i just think there's a lot you could do with weapons and D. yeah what if you had like a yeah. sword that was like a blood drinker sword and every time you got a kill it got stronger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that'd be cool yeah there's a lot of cool humber stuff that you could do um, uh, okay our next question do you want to read this one out, David? It's yours. Okay. All right. Wait, did we even answer the last question? Yes. We, we did. Oh, yeah, They're right. Group of like... nerds. Group of nerds. <laughs> okay, so I need some clarification on the sharpshooter feat by Cool Air. <laughs> sharpshooter again? I know that the sharpshooter feat says David. that you... You're addicted to sharpshooter. Yeah, because maybe because I played it, and and you could shoot twice, and I had plus ten to attack. Ugh, it's disgusting. (laughs) Okay, so I need some clarification of the sharpshooter feat. I know that the sharpshooter feat says that you can ignore all range penalties. So now longbow users shoot ridiculously far. Yeah, six hundred feet. But does it also get rid of the melee distance penalty for shooting five feet away from your target? Having a disagreement no. with my DM. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So okay. Uh, Wait, first off, on. he's wrong. Uh, second off, if you aren't wrong, don't don't disagree with the DM. DM's rule is law. Fair or word yeah. is law. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, first off, it does not ignore all um, penalties, distance penalty. 
Does it not? Wait. No. Attacking All it says range is attacking long range doesn't impose disadvantage. Yeah. It says nothing about like five feet. That still does shit. Yeah. It also uh Yeah, attacking at long range doesn't impose disadvantage. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's it's good though, because you can shoot sit like six hundred feet away and shoot them and yeah. they won't know where you're from because they can't see you. I think True. you you sniped a guy in an orc camp with this from six hundred feet away. It was ridiculous. No, that was three hundred because oh, I didn't have sharpshooter. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, fuck me. How like how long is six hundred feet? A while. Pretty. It's not like over a mile. That's two hundred yards, which is two two football fields. Oh no, it is not a mile. It's not that's a mile one, at all. That's I one. That's one. Five thousand two hundred eighty feet. That's a short par four on a golf course. That is a short par four on a golf course. Six hundred <laughs> divided by fifty-two eighty. No, I, I, I need to look at how long a mile is. God, I hate America. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love America. Five two eighty. Yeah, yeah. it's five two eighty. Five two eighty divided by six hundred. Nope, the other way around. Six hundred. <laughs> it's six hundred. Uh, it's about eleven percent of a. Okay, a tenth of a mile. Yeah. Two football fields. It's two football fields. Yeah. I mean, that's still a ridiculous range. Yeah. But like No, it does it does not help you. Nope. Um yeah, nothing. Also like people down here are like yelling at him because he's an idiot. <laughs> but <laughs> that'd be kinda of funny though. Yeah. You could just stand in front of someone and shoot them. No. I also something I do for archery, I don't know if it's like Technically, a rule is that if you try to shoot past someone, like there's someone else in the way, that also imposes disadvantage. It would count um, as like half cover or something, depending on how. I would say it counts as cover. Probably sharpshooter ignores that. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, either way, if someone's within five feet of you, that's like total cover for people behind you. Then just shoot through, buddy. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny when I threw a rock at Evan and I crit him. Oh my Jordan. god, it was so dumb. Like, so we were we were introducing Evan's character and he was playing this homebrew race of this zombie plant like guy. Um and the party encountered guy. him in the middle of a swamp. They didn't he wasn't doing anything, he was just sitting. They didn't yeah. try talking to him or anything. This let me, just, let me just explain. No, I was about no. to just walk up to him. And then no, right. David over here. No, it's like, you know how, like, you'll throw a rock at, like, a tree and see if it's living? Right? Like, what? if it reacts? Sure. No. No, like, no, like okay. Let, let's say, like, <laughs> As you do. let's say, like, something's standing still, right? Yeah, and, like, yeah. And obviously, it's, like, a rotting corpse covered in plants, right? Yeah, And so yeah. you... So, like, you know how you, like, poke something on the ground with a stick? Yeah. yeah. I didn't uh-huh. want to get close enough to poke him with a stick, so I just threw a rock at him. Yeah, and he crit, and then you crit. And, like, yeah. almost killed Okay, it was only 16 damage. It almost 20. killed him. It almost killed him. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was playing a, wi- a wizard squishy boy. Yeah. Hey, the important thing is he didn't die. Yes. You're not wrong, but I'm not going to admit you're right. Okay. Anyway, I think I will try kill someone one day. Yeah. Uh, this... uh, that reminds me of something my one of my players did. He, uh, so think like you know how Apex Legends there's like finishers if you yes. walk up to someone. Yeah. But my one of my players basically has a finisher where when they're almost dead, and he always asks me, he's like, "Is he almost dead?" I'm like, "He's like barely up." And then he goes, "All right." So I put I. I pull out a totem from my backpack and I throw it at this guy's head. <laughs> and that's his finisher, basically. <laughs> and he calls him an idiot. It's actually really funny. I'm not doing him enough justice. He's great. I feel like yeah. finisher should be for like when you get knocked and then someone like ends you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... That... I mean, Imagine an enemy so would just like end your life. Like you get knocked, right? And I mean, then an yeah. enemy goes up to you and like just like removes your jugular i think i think realistically in a lot of dnd fights like as a dm i'll have when you get knocked the guy will move on to the next target 
But realistically, he'll he would have just stabbed you and like finished the job, right? Yeah. So I think yeah. I think if I was a DM, I would not be scared of finishing people. Yeah. I think maybe not like early on in the campaign, but like I think I'm gonna start doing that. It more definitely often depends of, on the like, fight, right? Yeah. Like let's say it's an honorable duel and it's a one v one to the death, like they'll finish you. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely it it depends on like what you're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> like if right. if someone shoots you with an arrow, right? They're not gonna shoot you again while you're down. They're just yeah, gonna shoot that's the just, next person. That's, that's a waste of an arrow. Because yeah. you're gonna they they'll assume he's gonna bleed out eventually. So why? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All Maybe right. They're just a uh, racist mofo. <laughs> This this next question is from Casium L. Another joke from my from my Casmil <laughs> Casmil Q Casmil Q yeah. Hmm? <laughs> this next question is from Casmil Q. What would you do if you were transported to the world of D and D? So let me let me explain. <laughs> what would you yourself have done if you got transported to D and D? So uh, he says, my friend is starting a new campaign where uh, where we, the players, have died and got brought into the world by they the gods. They, they, got got they got isekai They got isekai Uh But we still have, you still have all your memories, knowledge from previous lives. Um, and he's a student of technical physics with an engineering degree. So he's going to be going with an artificer. Uh, what, what would, uh, what, what would we... Three B. All three of us would also be artificers. We're we we would probably all be artificers or we're like all, we're all engineers. We're all engineers. I mean, yeah, I could, I could see going maybe cleric. I bet. But like, if I got no, okay, if I got like a whole new body, right? Like, I would not want to be an engineer. No, no, this That's is this is true. Uh, see, so yeah, your soul is being put into a new body. Uh, What's that like, new body like then? Uh. It says here they like rolled, I think, randomly to see like what race they got put in. He got put into a high elf noble. Okay. Uh, his soul was put into a recently de- deceased six year old son. Uh, so he has to pretend he has a little amnesia. Um, but like, anyways, he's got like 60 years before the start of the campaign of like what he did in this fantasy world. Uh, so it's, a, it's an interesting concept to me, and I think I want to run this book. One of these things, sure. Um, okay. Interesting. I yeah, think. IRL, I think realistically. I think realistically, though, if we were actually put into the world of D D, we would probably die. Well, with with a magic body, right? <laughs> yeah. And also, like, if he's a six year old noble, right? He's getting the the high class treatment. Yeah. So lavish lifestyle. You're definitely not gonna die as much as like. Because not most NPCs don't die, right? Yeah. Right, depends. right. Yeah. Well, uh, depends on where you live. Yeah. What you do. I'm sure uh, there's hundreds of merchants that just die on the road because of bandits or wolves yeah. or monsters. Oh, for sure. I, I, I feel like if I got the chance to reroll my life in the fantasy world, I'd be like a fighter. Mm-hmm. I see. I would say I want to be a wizard, but that's way too much studying. Yeah, no. I I'd say I want to be a paladin. That that's too much commitment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I I could be okay. Just want to be a simp. cleric, cleric a or simp. fighter or a yeah. simp. Paladin is the ultimate simping class, or maybe it's warlock. Uh, oh, oh. No, that's true. Mm, kind of is because. Okay, you so, don't call Christians like a simp for Jesus. No, no but like, you sure? see, what? the thing no, is, hold on. You the sure? thing is, with, yeah, first off, uh, yeah, let's not talk about that. But like, David, <laughs> paladins, paladins don't, paladins don't technically have to worship any god. Like, paladins are just people who follow an oath that's, so hard true, that true. like, a god is like granting you power. But like you don't necessarily have to worship a god for them to give you their power. My paladin's sending for a hot so... fox goddess. What you want about? Wait, what? What? Well, Andrew, who? What? What campaign is this? Uh, I think this is just. That's an online. This is just the next right? character. No, it's not one I'm playing with you guys. No. Okay, good. <laughs> Are you but, playing uh, a homebrew maid though? No. 
Okay, oh, in, in our campaign. In yeah, our campaign, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's doing a, a made class, subclass for fighter. It was yeah, Calvin's idea. Great. I hate that it it's was a Calvin's idea. fighter. It was Calvin's <laughs> what, hey. what else would it be for? Well, I don't think a combat skirt is very practical. No, nah, yes, of course it is. It is. Oh, it's probably more practical. Just you than wait Volt until Light. I get my like twenty AC. We'll get my twenty AC when I get oh. combat skirt. Oh. With my combat skirt, unarmored defense with my charisma and dex, it'll be so fun. Yep, it'll be great. Calvin, make no. sure you try some braces and defense as well. I can't wait. But we'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> but like, okay, I think a, a sim paladin would definitely work. Um, okay. Because you, you just get you just get granted of devotion. Yeah, Oath of Devotion for this random girl or guy, I don't care. Uh, and like this like pervy god is like, fuck yeah, that's my man. It just grants him power. That'd be like, that'd be like Lance. Oh god. <laughs> Alright, we got time for what, one more question? One yeah. Alright. Uh, I want to end with this one by, god, I didn't read the username. Over-sexualized tank? Oh my god. Okay, so this is a simple question. You get the choice. Next time you wake up, you get all the abilities of the last character you played. Uh, played as, including long rests. I don't know why he no, did that. No, I get fucking but, but you get their two worst personality traits. So I wake up oh. and I instantly become really stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I lose how to. Wait, I I did learn how to read. Did learn how to read. I did learn I how think, to read. I I think if you did wake up as Burkle, you would not be able to read as well as you did the day. I would before. not be able to stay in college. You would not be able to stay in college. You would not know Chinese anymore. I would you just like, learn common. I would like become a plumber. Wait, <laughs> no, I, I I just joined the military. Wait, so. If the last time I played D anD D, I was DMing. Does that mean I become the last NPC I role played no, as? No, no. A character you played. So like last, play last long term character. So nothing that from would be like funny. a one shot. That'd be funny though if, if a DM not an NPC and they became one of their NPCs. That'd be funny. No, they become God. Duh. Fair enough. <laughs> last character but, I played was fucking Asbjorn, that uh paladin I was talking to you guys about, really? the one that's sipping for the hot fox goddess. Oh God. It, so you. Yeah. <laughs> my last my last long term character was Cronald. I think. Oh. I I would be cool with that. I'd be cool with waking up being a half vampire. But you'd be very religious. I would be. I would be religious. Yes. Um I mean I'm already Christian, so it'd just be yeah, that's more true. of that. I'd rather you know I'm I'm my actually. Oh, I became like, my I would become my. I would hundred percent become my. Yeah. I think my but, life would become supernatural though. Because my okay. whole thing was hunting down uh, the undead. Yeah, I I I'd be down for that. I think that'd be cool. I would 100 percent become my Ghost of Saltmarsh character. Yeah, my, yeah. I, would I, would, be my... I would also become the Ghost of Saltmarsh character. Yeah, well, yeah. you wouldn't become. You just get their abilities and personality traits. Yeah, yeah, you get their so, abilities. Mm. I don't know what my worst personality trait for Burkle is, uh, other than yeah. other than low intelligence. Being untrusting of. People who are literally enslaved yeah, by you're, you're very heartless to those slaves. That's lawful neutral, okay? You gotta mm. be careful, okay? You can't be naive. People die in D&D. I'm not going to... <laughs> I don't feel the need to defend myself because I don't feel that I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh... <laughs> Thanks for listening to us three goblins rant. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. And also, uh what what is a goblin's favorite uh joke? 